0: Hi, everyone. This is Corey, producer of Earful of Dirt. Just a quick note ahead of this week's episode of Lineouts. Our co-host, Victor Perez, experienced some audio issues associated with conducting an overseas interview. We appreciate your understanding and hope you enjoy our latest offering. Take care. Welcome to Lineouts by Earful of Dirt. Bringing you conversations with rugby newsmakers about the greatest sport on the planet. Okay,
1: everyone, and we're live. Okay, hello, guys. Welcome to Earful of Dirt. Uh, this is Victor speaking, Victor Perez. By the way, just to let you know, this was uh, sort of like a... a last minute thing that i'm doing right here uh, just to let you know uh, right now i'm going to have a bit of a line out interview of sorts This is going to be episode 12 out away of of line outs and joining me today by the way is the president of the dominican rugby federation as well as the captain of the national team and also fellow victor mr victor silverio thank you for joining me mr silverio Un placer.
2: Hi, right, for me, it's a pleasure as well. Thank you for inviting us.
1: Anytime. It's a no, definitely a pleasure to have you. So guys, just to let you know, uh, uh, my fellow Victor's English skills are not up to snuff, obviously. we let, Let's say that we don't really push English that much back in the minute like, Don't blame us. Hey, Spanish is just good enough for us. So what's going to happen is that Victor and I will have a conversation, obviously, in English. And if for whatever reason, it seems... Uh, he cannot tell me in English he to tell me in Spanish and I'll just translate okay uh, just to let you know okay so we'll okay guys so let's let's start with the, the questioning okay Victor so let me ask you first of all um, how did you get involved in rugby or how did you discover the game
2: oh wow well, when I was a kid my father asked me okay. what type of sport I like because I am, I am a sport guy I like uh, volleyball, baseball, uh, football. Uh, but I say, I what I want to do is uh, American football. He wow, well, but we don't play this here. He said, wow, that's what I like. And then he have a friend. He used to be the president of the Rugby Federation at this time. His name is Rafael Sude. And he used to say, I have a friend that plays something like American football, but I don't know if he will like it. Say, okay, I can try. And he came to my house and showed me what I, how I start.
1: Okay, very well, cool, beautiful. So you've been playing the game since you were how old? About eight, nine, ten.
2: Uh, actually, no. I start the first time was around sixteen. Oh, okay. I stopped uh, because of school. Then start again on 18 when I started mm-hmm. the university. Then mm-hmm. have my uh, interest in my knees. Then stop again and start mm-hmm. around 22. And since there, I'm playing without stop.
1: Very well. So, how old, how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? 31. Wow, my goodness. So. So, this was, so, so you've been playing the game consistently for the past nine years, correct? Yes. Okay, there we go. You're doing better than I am, I'll tell you that. I don't play at all. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Good. Okay, so when... Um, I always ask this to, to people usually. Um, in which position did you start to play? What was your main, your position when you started, back when you were 16?
2: The thing is, at this age, I was like a big guy. I have around mm-hmm. 180 pounds, and a wing mm-hmm. because I winged because I was so fast and I was winged, and then <laughs> but I was first strong. Then I they moved me to second uh, second row.
1: Mm-hmm. Lock, yeah, yeah, the
2: classic, um, yeah, four and five, and then I when I stopped on the 18. I started to get weight. I was around 295 pounds. Wow. And then I, I pick on a prop.
1: Okay, so you went from wing to lock to prop. Yes, and now I'm an eight. And, and, and now you're eight man. Yeah. So, so you you yeah. went up and down and then back up again. So you went, you went 11, 14, four, five, then one, two, one, three and now eight. Yeah. So that's really funny. You went from the back to the forwards to the back row. Yeah. So I, I, find, I find that quite funny, I have to say. That's cool. Awesome. Let me hope. Let me show you. There we go. So, so let me ask you, do you feel better as as an 8-man than a prop, for example? Uh, do you think as an 8-man you, you, you do better than, than as a prop?
2: You know what? Um, I have the opportunity to play each position in the game. Each They're one. Each one. Uh, in important game, I have I have played each position in the game because um, at one day I take the decision to become myself someone that can play anything so I can help my team to to win a game. But um, my skills, the way that I think, the way that I see the game is like a eight. That's what I like I can yeah, yeah. I can do a uh, good prop but I good uh, someone that have this mentality and I feel better like hey uh,
1: okay very well there we go that's good to hear I mean I don't hear that often of guys at, in the front row as either tight head or or lose head props going to to eight man but hey that's cool I mean I guess that happens depending on, on what happened okay that's cool Okay, so with that said, in which team did you start to play, and where are you playing now? So what was your first team, and what's your team now?
2: Okay, I started the first time with Red Dragons, as um, the team that was uh, training at this moment. Mm-hmm. Then, because I was uh, studying starting the university uh, in the Wasp, so he asked me to move mm-hmm. to this team because he needs someone to help him to lead this uh, new group. It was not a new group, exactly, mm-hmm. but it was something like. It. And I moved to this new team, and then I will have the injuring my legs around the game when I started mm-hmm. university. So I stopped, and when I come back to rugby with 295 pounds. I went back to Red Dragons because that was my first game and since oh, there i am playing with that.
1: Very well. So you are so you are a red dragon through and through. Dragon Rojo por siempre, in other words. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. that, that that's cool. That's good. Cool. Very well. Awesome. Okay, so speaking of Red Dragons, how many teams do currently are in the Dominican Republic that you know of?
2: Okay, um about for 15, we are 16 right now. Mm,
1: very well. So 16 for teams yes, yes,
2: that's the number that we have now. And seven, we have got it. Eight teams right now playing. Correct. Oh,
1: very well. So, so you're telling me there's more seven teams than 15 teams. In other words, so you you go from eight to six.
2: Yes. Uh, the thing is that
1: well we are
2: uh, our Dominican republic is uh in Berlin developed. so we have to start with uh teams with seven because it's uh, less people easier to train and then when they start to like the game uh, they start to grow their teams so that's how they become uh, 15 teams two of the teams that we have now for 15 they used to be uh 17, uh, seven team. and they say you know why you know i'm not gonna play uh 15 because that's not my game and we sit with them and say okay look what happened we need you to be a 15 team because uh for our group for the rugby and the medical Republic to grow we need those numbers so you have to and now they are playing 15.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's great. And that's something that we're seeing often nowadays as in uh, developing nations like the Dominican Republic that start players playing either uh, like rugby rugby or tag rugby and then they transition that to sevens and from sevens to 15s. So what what I would personally would like to see in the future is that we have that transition in the country when we go from from, again, from tag... or or rookie rugby for kids move them to sevens and then from sevens to 15s because in all honesty uh, hopefully in the future crossing my fingers if the dominic republic gets really good i know we'll be really good at sevens we i know we have a a huge development huge potential in the country if you really push the game and with the fact that you have uh, all these kids back home playing baseball which is our national sport and not everyone makes it to Major League uh, to Major League Baseball, MLB. You grab those players and you move them to rugby because, I mean, they don't even go to basketball and basketball is our second most popular sport in the country. And you don't even see that many Dominicans in basketball anyway, at least in the NBA, one or two. Yeah. But uh, but yes, I think that's a great idea, starting for sevens and then moving players to teams. Yeah. So that sounds great. Beautiful. OK, so uh, speaking of the uh, of the game back home, when does the season start and when does it end? As in which month for, or day specifically?
2: You mean for 15 or
1: 7? Uh, you know, let's start for 15 first and then 7th.
2: Okay. Uh, now we're a uh, few years ago, uh, we started the 16th around August, September to November, the end of the year. Okay. And now, because the thing is that, uh, Ron, that is the, our the part of the of the world rugby here in North.
1: America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rugby, rugby, America's North. yes.
2: Uh, they start the seventh at the end of the year and the fifteenth at the uh, beginning of the year. So now we move our seasons, and we start on February. The fifteen and and around June, May, and that because we need the people the plays rugby uh, playing fifteen now. So when we mm-hmm. have the national team playing training, they have the mental set of fifteen, not for seven. That happened
1: before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very well. So, okay. So, uh, let me see if I understand. So, the, the, seasons, so the seasons have been moved. So, fifteen uh, now starts from February to July, and then seventh goes from July to to November.
2: No, actually, we um, when the fifteen seasons end, we try to mm-hmm. other type of um, of work again, like universities, rugby beach for uh, kids. And the seventh mm-hmm. start actually from September to November.
1: Yeah. Okay, very well. So, so, very well. So, but this change is going to be implemented this year into in 2018. This is the first time you're going to have big teams from February onwards, and then seven in, in in the summer.
2: Actually, that's the third
1: year. Oh, this is the third time. Oh, very well, the third year.
2: Because okay, very well. international competition, we have to move. For example, now we are in, uh, in the Rams Cup, so mm-hmm. we have to play against Curaçao, Guyana, and I forgot that the other team. So we are four teams in the Cup, so that's the international uh, season that we have this year.
1: Very well. Now, the other team that you may be forgetting it could it be a Cayman Islands, Turks and Caicos, Bahamas? Maybe
2: it's not one of us. <laughs> wow, huh? I'm surprised, David. Uh, because you, yeah, the last year we we played against uh, Turks and Caicos
1: and Bahamas. I remember. Yes, David. Uh, okay, so so you so you're not going to play them this year. No, this year. neither team. Ah, okay very well I will tell you this I would really like to see Dominican Republic playing Dominica so that way you have a, a Dominican Dominican uh, game that would be hilarious yeah. I can't wait to see Dominican Republic and Dominica play yeah. I really want we'll to see that to see who who's the better Dominican <laughs> think about it that would be like the like the the, 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 the Dominica uh, Cup you could call it the, the Dominican Cup yeah. you would say Dominican they say Dominican. <laughs> And it's the same thing. Yeah, so. Think about it. Think about it. Hope, I don't know I I, I don't know if there is if, if there's a Dominica Rugby Union but if there is I am going to find them and contact them and say, "Hey, I'm Dominican. I need you to play us because <laughs> we have almost the same name in the alphabet. Please. <laughs> Please play us." Yes, exactly. So we come, you know, with red, white and blue the flag and they come with the blue flag with 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 the cotorra in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so by the way, guys, Cotorra is parrot in Spanish. That's the Dominican word, because you don't know for, for it. But I'm telling you, we're hilarious. Think about it. It's really good. Awesome. Well, now, now that you told me the schedule, again, with... um, I'm sorry. You, okay, you, I'm sorry. You mentioned you were playing Guyana and the other team, I'm sorry? Guyana. Not- oh, Curaçao. Yeah, Guyana Ga- 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 and Curaçao. Well, eh, as far as I know, Dominican Republic has played Curaçao twice, because if I, I find out there is a... Uh, Domin- dominican Curazawan Cup, yeah. uh, or as the same Spanish La Copa Dominico Dominicocurasaeña, yeah. uh, and I know Dominica probably has won twice, 2016 and 2017. So uh, you 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 have their number. So you may beat Curacao again for a third time, which is great. Now Guyana is another thing because the Guyanese have a, a higher level of play. So I don't know. I mean, I wish I wish the best of luck, but we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, uh, we are so excited to play with them again. Now, good as mm-hmm. like our brothers for mm-hmm. another country. Uh, we have played with them uh, seven and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Guyana, we have many years without play against them. Around a year, something like this. Ah, so, very
0: well.
2: Actually. Four
1: fifteen, 15, I I have not seen them play yet. Mm. Wow. Well, I don't know if I don't even know, you know this, but they played a uh, Mexico and and the, and a the development team in the United States called USA South Panthers, and the, the Guyanese are really good. They and they have beaten both Mexico and the USA South team. So, so you're going to you you're going to expect something really big out of them. So. I, I, I hope they bring like a development team to you, so it's, so I mean they're strong but not too strong. So I mean I'm crossing my fingers Hopefully, things go well for you guys. So we'll see how that goes. Okay, that's great, beautiful. But but yeah, uh, hopefully you get to play either Dominica or um, Saint Vincent and the Grenadines SVG because I know they uh, I know they also have a team that's of the same level as as Dominica Republic. So I think that could be a good good competition, almost like the Czechos. Yeah, I will verify how it is just done with that. Well, sounds good. Well, now that we're talking about games, actually, um, let me ask you this following question. So, uh, again, last year, the Dominican team played against Turks and Caicos in Providenciales, and Dominican Republic lost that game 24-15. to And then uh, the, the team played Bahamas in Santo Domingo, and they lost that game 42-5. to mm-hmm. Now, in my opinion, those are respectable uh, scores for a team that doesn't play internationally. I think uh, actually this is the first time the Dominican team has gone abroad to play. The, the, the first time you actually left the island, go to another island to play. Which so I think is great. But um, but let me ask you your opinion. Uh, what do you think of those scores? Do You think uh, they reflect the effort on the field or or not? Um. Actually, for
2: the the game against uh, Turquan Caicos. Uh, the thing is, uh, as you say, um, it's the first time that uh, Team 415 for the American Republic went out to play uh, rugby in an international cup. Mm-hmm. So, we have guys that they are strong, they have skill, but they are still no experience, And they haven't. Now what we are trying to do is uh, develop new guys so when this generation passed away, so we have a new guy, new group that can do the job. what's uh, mm-hmm. happened that doesn't do that doesn't happen before. So now we have those guys are now have a year playing with me, have more experience, more skills, um, one thing that we are trying to work on it on it is uh, the thickness, and we we'll just have something that uh, was good for us the last year. So we are working on it. We are, we are now we are best. best.
1: best. Okay, that's good. So, so really the the, the the problem for the team right now is just it's just that the the guys need more thickness to. Um, let's say to, to be on the same level as the, the country the, the teams for the other islands, which may not have the I mean may not have as much fitness as the Dominican team, but you know, but just to be a little, either on the same level as them or just a little higher, correct? Yes.
2: Uh, one thing that happened the last year was because, for example, Turk and Kegos also have guys that was uh, like at newbies this uh, at this moment. But those new, the mm-hmm. new guys, uh, was uh, have more physical condition than uh, uh, our new guys. So the mm-hmm. thing that matters at the point at this point. But this year we are working so hard. Actually, on Saturday was our first training for the national team, the team. And uh, It was a very good training, so we will do a very good job. Very welcome.
1: So let me ask you: Who is currently the the head coach for the Dominican
0: national team?
2: Now we have for the fifteen team we have Colin, Colin Brown. That's a Canadian that he moved here to work. He live in, in Puerto Plata. California. Oh, very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just first started uh, to play with us, to wreck, with Red Dragons. And they mm-hmm. came there to work. And one time he said, oh, you know what, Victor? You don't have uh, 15 coach. I can do it. Okay, let's try. And that's how we beat uh,
1: Cruz out twice. Mm. Very well, though. And so, who's your seventh co- coach right now?
2: We have Alexis Figuera. He is a Cuban. Mm-hmm. The, oh, okay. Yeah. The Cuba came here to the Dominican Republic on the, the 15th, 16th. Mm-hmm. And they beat us three times. Okay. He, the minister at this point asked the, the coach if he can move here to train the Rugby 7 team in the And he said yes, I can. And he is with us uh, now. Farewell.
0: here.
1: And he coaches the men's team and the women's team? Yes, as well. Oh wow, so he coaches both men's and uh, women's. Okay, very well. Good, good. Is there a chance for the Dominican Republic team to go to Cuba and play? Because, I mean, I mean, things I mean, in Cuba are, you know, kind of whatever. But and uh, we have a good relationship with them. So can you guys go over there and play with them?
2: Yeah, we went. We went there on the sixteen. Oh. Ah,
1: okay. You been okay? Two thousand sixteen. Okay, very well.
2: We they have like a national rugby tournament for seven, and we went okay. there. The women, uh, beat their women's team because wait. Okay. But for the men, the our team was uh, second place.
1: Ah, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay, great. I have to hear that. Awesome. Okay, so speaking of international rugby, by the way, and and we already mentioned the Dominic the Dominican, uh, Curaçao Cup. And also, I mean, I don't know how, what was the last time, but I know the Dominican Republic has also played uh, the, the new Haitian team as well. So, uh, so with those uh, with, so with this games from, with Haiti and, and Curaçao, uh, how much these games have uh, helped develop the, the team before the games against Bahamas, the Turks and Caicos?
2: Uh, what happened with any game that you have, that you participate in, have experience to, to be, is that you learn something
0: from
2: mm-hmm. the underdog team. Because mm-hmm. Haiti is uh, their team, is too new. They have like four years maybe now. Okay, well. they are too fast. And they don't get tired. I don't know what they do.
1: Do the Haitians, bro. You know how Haitians are. It's, we're Dominican. We know. Yeah. <laughs> but That's why we don't play them in football. We play in football soccer, we, we lose. That's why. So Same thing with football. Same thing.
2: We try uh, with this team. We understand that there are a lot of things that we have to fix in our game. One of them, uh, I don't know why it is so hard for us to make the fitness... Um, develop, I don't know. Uh, maybe because we are not professional mm-hmm. and we have to do our by, by our own. But uh with this one thing that helped us to beat agy is that because they have no experience with Berkeley their hands is no mm-hmm. good.
0: Mm. I understand.
2: And they don't get tired. Their fitness is good. Uh, but at least we have the strategy to, to beat
1: them. I understand very well. Uh, are you scheduled to play the, the Haitian team this year?
2: The thing with the Haiti is uh, they have problems to come in here.
1: Ah, I see. Yeah,
2: and because of the relation between both uh, countries, sometimes it's a problem for us to also to go there and play. It was uh-huh. to, to do it, but it get complicated.
1: Mm-hmm, I understand. Well, I hope, I hope things get, get better in, in the future because, I mean, you literally have your rival right there on the other side of the island. I mean... But because of politics, we cannot go across, and they can come in. So, which is, which sucks. Exactly. But um, but I do hope that for later on in the future things get better, and we could have more games with Haiti, and we do with Curacao, which is almost next to Venezuela, which is really funny. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Very well, done. Okay, great. Now, something I did not mention already, guys, is besides the fact that. Uh, my, again, my fellow Victor is the president of the Dominican Rugby Federation. He's also the captain for the Dominican team. So, this man right here has two titles big titles, too president of the federation and captain. So, Victor, let me ask you how did you get to the position of captain of the team, one, and two, president of the federation? Because I think not many unions are like the Dominican Union.
2: No, we're special in this. Um. Actually, uh, I don't like to talk about myself, but okay. I am. I am a good player. A Few uh, well. years ago, I start a, a personal project for business, and I start to read some books for mm-hmm. uh, that stuff, and. I, I start to grow like a, like a leader person, and also I'm mm-hmm. very good for sports. So I think it was the combination of my leadership in the in the field, the way that I communicate with others, uh, team members, and because they look at me and they know that I, I that's what I think. I don't know that mm-hmm. know that I am. I can help them to do a better job, it's, maybe I'm not the best one, but at this point, uh, we, I'm trying to grow in this sense to, to start to doing better than what I have done
1: now. Very welcome. So in your position as president, how you got to become president of the Federation?
2: That's a... <laughs> that's a complicated. Uh, I I was with people uh, work with uh, Rafael. Sorry, he was mm-hmm. uh, who used to be the president for Woodbridge here in the Dominican Republic, and just we just have one group. Actually, the first election that we have at this point, it was not another group. It was was uh, the only party that we have at this point. But then we have some, uh, how can I say? Uh, Acumen or the thing is that the group get divided in two. And actually I was not thinking to be part of the World Federation anymore because I didn't like the situation at this point. So, but one friend asked me to to be with him, is uh, they say okay I can I can try and then uh, we were thinking that maybe Suri can be our president at this moment. But he say no, oh, you know what, I am with the other party, I cannot be with you because I already talked to him. I say, Okay. So our project is done because we don't have a president now. And then someone say, But well, you have the best president with you? We ask who, Victor. I look at him, say, "How do you mean with Victor?" Yes, you can be the president. And uh, I say, "Okay, let's do it." And we make the elections. And out of 35 uh, votes that we have at this point for the uh, uh, election, we get
1: 22. So it was, uh, was good. Okay, um, so so you were voting in as president by your by your fellow uh, players, I, I guess, if you want to call it that, and people within the union.
2: Yes, at this point, who have the right for vote? uh it was all the direct administrative people of the team. At this point, we have sixteen. So let me let me check. So if we have fourteen that can uh, have this the right of the of the vote. Each one have seven boats. and also the currently rugby federation at this moment each member have a boat. so they have thirty five at this moment.
1: Very welcome. Okay. Now, uh, for those of you that may not know, guys, the gentleman that Victor's mentioning, Mr. Rafael Sori, not only was he the past president before Victor, uh, he's also been instrumental really in developing the game in the country, so this guy is is a big deal. Actually, if you go to YouTube, you may find a video at the World Rugby uh, YouTube page called How Rafael Sori Transformed Rugby in in the Caribbean talking about a bit, a bit about him and how he developed the game. Now, uh, as far as I know from that video uh, uh, that I'm talking about, guys, Robbie in the Dominican Republic ca- came into the country, I believe in the 60s or 70s, to a French gentleman that I believe used to, either. I think he used to be, he was a teacher in the uh, Autonomous University of Santo Domingo, La West, which is, by the way, the first university in the Americas, top, top-notch institution, the best university in the country. Uh, so Victor, obviously graduating from there is a really big deal. I, that's why I didn't go, is that I was my family was not of a, a of a high income back home. That's why we had to come to the states. But um, but but yeah, the, but the game really got developed around that time. Uh, now correct me if I'm wrong, Victor. Wasn't it this French gentleman who brought the game to the country through through was
2: Yes, well, I now I let me think... I I just, I'm sorry, I don't have the name now.
1: Let me go for it. Yeah, sure, you you go right ahead. But if I'm not mistaken, this individual again, who was the the gentleman who brought the game uh, to the country, Fr- Fr- the French really liked going to the American Republic, so that's probably why it got developed like that. And we didn't get the English for one bringing it in, but but it's okay. But you don't have to you don't have to build yourself up the name. But if I'm not mistaken, it was a French guy. Yeah, who brought the game.
2: Actually, um, here in the Dominican Republic, our rugby, the name, of the situation of the game have uh, mm-hmm. actually a French. For example, we we use melee. We don't say scrum. So sometimes you say okay and scrum and uh, at the beginning because now it's
0: nobody
2: uh, mm-hmm. knows. They say a scrum, and the people say what?
1: Oh, you say ah, okay, mle. Yeah, because uh, French name of the of the fishing. Ah, very well. So, so, so you use the French terms for yeah. some of the uh, some of the things in the game, like melee, I and you know, I'm pilar, and uh, well, I mean, of course, also we, because in Spain, it's, Spain also got a lot of those French words too. And to turn into Spanish, you know, you got Pilar, Talonador, which is hooker. Yeah. And then, Segunda Linea, Tercera Linea, those stay the same. And then you got Medio Melee, Apertura, which is the, the sperm half and the fly half. And the wings are alas, Centro, which is center. And then, and the fullback. The fullback in French is arrière, uh, but in Spanish, we say Saguero. But it's, so it's exactly. So, it's kind of funny how that goes.
2: Here is a, actually the a, like a nature of everything, because for example, we, mm-hmm. to the 15 guy, we call pullback.
1: Okay. Ah, okay.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a
1: Very well yeah. Ah, okay, very well. I'm I was going to say, I personally like the terms in Spain because they just sound really funny. You know, instead of saying hooker, you say talonador. That sounds strange to me, so... And Zaguero, that's like Zaguero, like what, you know? it's it Just as funny. That's why I just like using Spanish terms or English terms. I, I think it sounds better than fullback, in all honesty. Oh, so moving from that, so um, let's talk about some. Okay, so let's talk a bit about the players. So, in your opinion, obviously, who are the the the? I guess the, the uh, 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 who are the most highlighted players in the Dominican Republic, whether they play in the national team or not? I think players that people should be looking out for.
2: Okay. Uh, we have a few guys, very good. Uh, one of them is um, Arnold Figueroa. This is uh, PSR with Tori. He was very young when he started to play rugby. He was 12 years old and now he has 22. So have um, more than three years of playing. Uh, he is a very skillful uh, guy. He is uh, very, have good speed. He is a strong. Uh, he have vision of the of the situation of the game. Sometimes, like like anyone, uh, he like to to hit. He like. Uh, contact in the game. Mm-hmm. That's something that maybe kills our game, because, for example, against two um, then that was one of the things that they told us that we have to fix. Is that we, when one of us takes the balls, what we want to do is hit the guy in front of us, so he knows who was there. But sometimes, you have to pass the ball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: of course. So, he's, you say his name is Arno, Arnold Figueroa, correct?
2: Yeah, the people know him like uh, El Rosito.
1: El, el, el Rosito. El Rosito. El Rosito, as in the, 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 little, the little Russian guy. El Rosito, as in... El, el Ruso, pero Rosito.
2: Yeah, the thing is that his mom is from Russia, so his brother, oh. the first one that he we, we met, so we called him mm-hmm. Russo. So when
1: we knew him, <laughs> we <laughs> Rusito, you know? I get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. So, so he's so he's half Russian, half Dominican. Yes. Very well. Good. Let me ask you: Does he speak Ruski? He speaks Russian? Ah, very... I don't think so, right? But I'm asking just in case. No, he cannot but... No, he doesn't, right? I'm, I'm not. I'm not that surprised. Well, that's it. I need to see him. I, I need to see that mix, how he looks like a R- Russian Dominican mix. Actually, sounds very interesting. He is not so tall. He's. Uh, huh? Oh, he's tall. No, he's not. Oh, he's not very
2: tall. No, he's not very tall, but he has a very good strength. He's very fast. Mm-hmm.
1: Very well. He's,
2: he's a very good uh, player.
1: Very well, but when you but let me let me let me see now that now that you mentioned uh, uh, Arnold, um, like if you look at him, do you do you say to yourself, yeah, that guy is Dominican, or you are like, dang it, I don't know, that, that guy looks like that guy looks too white. He might be one of the he might be one of the, those um those jabaos from, from, from El Cibao, like like,
2: yeah, does it, it look like that or it's like a jabao. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just like that, like a jabao. <laughs> yeah I like that. By the way for for the people listening um, a El Habao is someone from the north of the Dominican Republic who's white. That's in because I, I, I we're using obviously Dominican terms. El cibao is the north of the country. That's how that's how we call it. So usually in the in the north is where you have the Habaos, the white people. And then up closer to the coast in the on the east of the country where you got for example the Samana Peninsula, you got the the black people, a lot of them from the, the little islands of the Caribbean, and we call them cocolos. So you got cocolos and jabaos. Yeah. So big difference. So that's how you sort of know. So again, Dominican terms, it's, it's really funny. Okay, and and, and plays which position?
2: He is uh, 10.
1: Okay. Oh, okay, he plays fly half. Okay, good. Okay, so so good fly half. Yes. I okay, that's good. But re- relatively, for, I mean, for Dominican terms, it's a good fly half. Yes. Ok, that's good. Um, any other players that you, that, that, that you may also say they are like in the same level as him?
2: Yeah, also we have, uh, because now, the last year, uh, in our uh, actions to develop the seven national team, we made something like, mm-hmm. uh, can I say, a concentration for those guys that uh, we have, they have very good skills, and very good uh, potential for rugby. So we met a guy, his name is um, Luis Remigio. We call him, and we both told him, El Trote.
1: El Trote, wow, I like that I, I like that nickname, Trote.
2: Yeah, he is uh, he's similar like Arnold. It's just that he is uh, have more strength.
1: Mm, more strength, like a, lot, like a lot stronger. Exactly, exactly. I, but gotcha.
2: pass, he is fast, he uh, has various skills with the legs. Uh, he is, he's is very good.
1: And he also plays back? Uh, he is, uh, yes, he is back. He is for a, Okay, a, a wing, center, a fullback. Center. Oh, center, very welcome. Okay, there you go. Okay, you play the front row. Tell me who who's good in the front row. In the front row, come on, tell me about the front row guys. Tell me about the big donkeys.
2: (laughs) We have one guy. His name is uh, Raul. He is uh, half Dominican, half uh,
1: Venezuelan. Half Dominican, half Venezuelan. There we go.
2: Yeah, he has. Yeah, played with us. A lot of time, like uh, five years now, mm-hmm. a very strong guy. Yeah, he is one of the front row. And also now, uh, okay, so- a new a new guy, his, uh, his name is Andre. He's a very young guy. He just have just a few days ago, he had 20 years old for him. Oh, okay. Very strong guy. He's fast. Have a good legs for his body, and yeah, he's one of the most new stars. For the
1: mm-hmm. So, so that so the, the this this um Venezuelan guy, so he 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 plays um a prop, a hooker, prop, prop, and the, and this the, the the young kid you're telling me he he sounds to me that like he plays flanker, maybe. No,
2: he used he played prop as
1: well. Oh, he's prop. Okay, so, so he's a fast prop. Okay, good. Okay, so two, so two props. Good. There we go. So so you see you see him in the future taking your place when you retire. Yes.
2: The, he okay. There you.
1: Uh, okay. So he, he's he's going to be a good replacement for for Victor Silverio, Is what you're telling me, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So so when you go to the you know when when you go back to the bench, he comes in and he's your substitute. He's your sub.
2: I shouldn't know. Now I am not those that go to the bench at this point. Mm. Uh, but when I look at him, I remember when I used to play when I was his age.
1: Uh, I understand. I gotcha. Well, that's that's good to hear. Beautiful. Okay, so you, you okay? You gave me some good players. You gave me two two guys in the in the from in the front row, and two in in the in the back. So. Uh, as you, as you, as I've told you before, Victor, you know our podcast, Follow Dirt," is uh, it, it focuses on the development of Major League Rugby, which is this new league coming to, to, to the United States. Now, uh, are you? Let me ask you: Are you following the development of the, of the league as it comes in, in April? Are you following the news by any chance?
2: Um, actually not. Right, I don't have all the. News. Huh? Uh, mm-hmm. But we think that it's a very good moment for rugby here mm-hmm. in the Dominican Republic because we have a reflection of what happened in the United States. So if they start to work mm-hmm. in rugby, I know that here we'll start to know what what ha- what is going on with rugby. Because for us sometimes it's so hard people to be mm-hmm. that. Ah, it's like American football. Oh, okay. You're those guys to hit themselves without protection.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but now with the development of the rugby league in America and the United States, uh, things will start to be better. Here.
1: Very well. Now, uh, well, if you, if you want, obviously, if you want to stay in touch with the with everything happening in the league, you just listen to the podcast, and we'll let you know. Obviously, you just talk, talk to me, and I'll let you know what's happening as well. So. I'll keep you posted, so there's no problem with that. Now, and going back to the question regarding the players, let me ask you: of those players you told me, or other players around in the country, who do you think has the has the skills to play in the major league rugby team? Like, which Dominican player do you think right now can play professional rugby?
2: Well, uh, best, uh, playing the uh, professional team is uh, unique a combination of things. Uh, experience, you have mm-hmm. the skills, and you have to have the right edge to of course. One, one of those. I cards. agree. Um, at this point, those two guys that I just mentioned to you, Arno and Luis, the brother, I that they are very good to be there. Uh, I have for example, one of the guys I didn't mention to you, at least two of them. Uh, One of them is Diego, that is a center as well, and Luis David, that is one uh, stronghouse. We have a friend that they help help them to, uh, open the opportunity to play with a team it's not a professional team but it's uh like a second uh, second category for for United States uh, team Mm-mm. so for example Diego in Ferrari goes to Florida to play with the team there. Ah oh, very it's, well he's from Villalta Gracia. Mm. And also Luis Abel Unfortunately um November the last year we get an injury in the in the legs so we cannot ah.
1: uh, mm-hmm. I gotcha. Go. But,
2: but yeah, we have very good guys. Um some of them at this point maybe don't have the experience in, enough to to be part of the of the professional team. But with that little for example, Andres, this prop that I just talked to you, he's mm-hmm. uh, very good, you just need a little bit more of uh, the technique, and a little mm-hmm. bit more experience, and I think that he's is uh, someone suitable to play with the a- professional game the United
1: States. Okay, very well, that's good to hear. Now, you mentioned this, this, uh, this kid, uh, for my non-Dominicans, Bijaya is a neighborhood in the capital. Um, it's it's not one of the best ones, in all honesty, but things are getting a little better uh, for what I heard since I since I left the the country. Um, but so this gentleman that you mentioned to me, that he's from Bijaya it but he but he lives in Florida, right?
2: No, he will move to Florida on forever.
1: Ah, okay, very well then. So so he he visits uh, Florida place and then comes back to the Mac Republic?
2: Uh, at this point, he is uh, he will make the season there, and they will mm-hmm. see if he wants to stay there or he will uh, come back. But
1: ah, okay, very well.
2: Maybe because we have a friend now, is from Gracia as well, and mm-hmm. he plays in United States and then come here to play uh, the seventh season and the fifth mm-hmm. season sometimes, so I think that he will try to do the same.
1: Sounds good. Now, speaking of, of of Dominicans in the United States and abroad, have uh, uh, you got a couple of of a uh, couple of guys that that um, that would like to play for the Dominican team that are playing in the United States or or Spain or Italy or any other area in the world outside of the country? Have anyone has anyone contacted you about it?
2: Actually, yes. Uh, we have few guys from the United States. Uh, uh, want to play with us actually we have uh, Rafael that was the guy to help helped Diego to find this team in the border and he mm-hmm. played with us the last um, international tournament for run in Mexico mm. very well so now with him and I hope that you help us with this as well uh, we are trying to locate some uh, people some guys that can play with, uh, with us and then
1: I say well I, I, will, I will definitely help if I know of any Dominican brothers playing I say, hey, if you can make it for for the Eagles what about playing back for the homeland so so yeah definitely I mean I already know two guys on top of my head that I would definitely would like to see the Dominican team team um, one of them you already know a Dominguez who's half Dominican, half Puerto Rican. Uh, and he may play in Major League Rugby, probably, if he gets picked for the new New York team that's coming next year. And you got uh, my friend that you saw in the picture on Facebook, um, Osvaldo Garcia, who plays for Iona in, in New Rochelle in upstate New York. Um, so yeah, I would definitely would love to see those two guys play for the Dominican team in the future. Yeah. If they if they don't make it for the U.S. team, for example. Yeah.
2: For how? Us- be uh, because that have, that will help us to, to grow
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's what the people needs to be the needs to see that they can team uh, winning games important games so that's where we will work on it so yeah if someone of them can help us to do it for us it will be a pleasure to play with them
1: beautiful hey that's great well victor let me ask you one last question so i can let you go brother because i have hold you here for a while almost like an hour and i, and I i'm a, and i'm really thankful for your time so so this last question going back to 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 major league rugby i i guess i, I guess once the once the league starts and starts getting big back home in the Dominican republic i guess we're just going to call it las grandes ligas de rugby yeah like the Major League's of rugby, I think that's, that's how we're going to call it. Yeah. So let me ask you, what are, uh, I mean, I know you're not following the league much, uh, but just to let you know, there are seven teams. Uh, so what are your expectations for Major League Rugby? Uh, because um, uh, do you think it will be a, a good idea for the league to open their doors for players, not only from the United States, or for Canada, but also from other parts of the Americas, so that way they can develop the game in in those countries. So for example, you pick up a couple of Dominican kids and you put in the academy, you pick up a couple of Mexican kids, you put them in the academy, you pick up some kids from Guyana or Cora you put them also in the the, the academies, so that way they can develop the game like that. Uh, Do you think that this league it has almost like almost like the like the mission almost to grow the game not only in the United States or Canada, but also in the Americas as a whole. Uh,
2: the United States understands very well how the sport works. Uh, the point mm-hmm. is to make a show. I don't like the word show, but it's like it's something like this. The, what the people wants to see is a very beautiful game so they want to see the, the uh, stronger people faster people good players good, good plays so if you understand if in the, if United States uh, understand that in the Dominican Republic they have guys a very tall guy very stronger guy uh, they they use it for baseball or he can, they can see oh but uh, this big guy the uh, we will, now we have the mission to start to develop those guys so when the United States say okay, the Republic, they have great, strong people strong guys but we can use it for rugby uh, that's how they make the game uh, develop there. They understand the situation because that's what they do. They Mm -hmm. make the things uh, get better. So, yes, I I know that when the league start to grow, they will start to pick up some guys from the Dominican Republic, from uh, Mexico, even from Cuba. They are very, uh, you know, you not imagine. They have mm-hmm. up like this size, something like this.
1: I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure of that. amazing. <laughs>
2: But yes, uh, we have the potential here. We have very strong people, very skillful uh, in any sense. So yeah, for, uh, definitely they will, when they see the potential of the league, they will try to look at other places that uh, made them grow as a team and as a team mm-hmm.
1: so. Very well thought. Well, I mean, that's, that sounds great and and, I, and, I can't, and again, I cannot wait to see that because something else too, guys, uh, before we were, we we're done with the, the conversation, is that, when it, again, going back to, to baseball, like I said, this is the national pastime of the country. What teams in Major, League, in Major League Baseball have done is that they have facilities in the Dominican Republic where they have kids, they train them, and they, they pick a specific day of the year where they grab the kids, take them to the United States, and they put them in the minor leagues and they start developing them. So what what I personally want to see is something similar to that, but for rugby, and made better. Because the thing is that once those kids get injured or something happens to them, that's it, they throw them away. And unfortunately, these the kids leave the country with no skills, because a lot of them decide to leave school to focus on their baseball. So if you could just keep them in school and get them to get those skills, plus the game, that will be great. So I would definitely love to see that in the future for the Medicare Republic.
2: Yeah, and now those guys that are starting in those um, concentration fields, they are starting to develop the students. They're they starting to start it. And now some of them when they have the opportunity to to travel to the United States, they try to go to university and pay, they are getting more um developed the mind to understand that uh, sometimes the sport is not enough sometimes you don't have the i don't know the book or something like this like uh, you be in a good team but mm-hmm. they have the experience they have the tools that this experience gives to them
1: that's, that's that's exactly right and and let me tell you the university game here in the states is huge. So if you could get some of those guys, like for example, Osvaldo Garcia, and put them in a university team, that's going to get the development almost as high as playing for a professional team. Yeah. So, so yeah, it would be great if, if that could happen. Yeah. That oh, would uh, really good. Well, we have to in fact, work on it. Very well Okay, beautiful. So, let me see, guys, what, let me see, because I think I was going to ask, uh, one, oh, yes. Let me let me yes. I cannot finish the conversation without mentioning this. So Victor, there's this team which is in um. Let me see in, in Houston. It's called the Houston Saber Cats. Uh, in Spanish, that will be, it will be los gatos dientes de sable de de Houston. They will be like something like that. That will be like their name in Spanish, or something like that. Well, they got one guy playing that team who is a Haitian guy. And I cannot wait to see that Haitian guy play in the, in the Haitian team, playing against the Dominican Republic. Really good. He's a really good wing. He's, his name is um Momachari. Like, you know, like really, you know, like big, tough Haitian guys, you know, like the ones that work in construction in VR, like that. <laughs> but this, no, this brother is, is huge. I, I haven't seen him play, but I've heard he plays really good. So keep in mind, Haiti has one player in Major League Rugby. Dominican probably has none. So let let it, let it be in the record that the Haitians beat us in that. The Haitians have a professional player. We don't. Yeah. Let me tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you, this is really funny. This is really funny. Beautiful. Well, Victor, brother, let me let you go. Thank you very much. Muchísimas gracias. It's been a pleasure to have you. Uh, let me tell you, you brother, you, you, your English skills way better than mine when I left Dominican Republic when I was 11 years old so, so let me tell you, you you killed it I thought I, I thought I had to translate but I don't I don't have to so thank you very much for saving the travel of doing all that
2: yeah thank you for you to give me the opportunity to talk about rugby and yeah thank you for let the people know that rugby is in Dominican Republic and we are working on do a better job with the, the sport here so we hope that the people here start to love us, us so we will do a very great job.
1: Beautiful. And let me and let me tell you, I'm I'm going to be bringing you back to the show, probably, maybe at the end of the, se- ending of the season, or, or something like that. So I can get, uh, so I can get an overview of what happened throughout the year. So you'll be back in the show. Yes. You're coming back later this year, and if you're not coming back later this year, you're coming back next year in 2019. Before, before the start, before the start of the season, and hopefully I can get you after season one of Major League Rugby is over. Hopefully you have seen some of the games, and you could tell me what you thought of it. So I'll definitely bring you back.
2: Yeah, we, we arrange, and I will be back.
1: Beautiful. By the way, uh, next time uh, you need to give me the info for for Colin Brown, because I will definitely like to interview him.
2: Oh, of course, I can uh, give him.
1: Beautiful. So, yeah, so if you if you could send me his email, like, I'll hit him up, and hopefully we can get Colin back. So keep in mind, guys, Colin Brown, guys, is, again, the head coach for the fake team of the Dominican Republic. Again, he's Canadian, but he played for the Dominican team before, so he's already capped. But I would like to get his, his Canadian view of the game in the Dominican Republic. Beautiful. Also, So, again, Victor, thank you very much, brother. It's my pleasure to have you. So, again, guys, uh, this is Victor Perez with Earful of Dirt. Signing off, once again, this was... Lineouts interview episode 12 again with Victor Silverio, again from the Dominican Rugby Federation okay. and the Dominican national team. Thank you very
0: much. This has been Lineouts by Earful of Dirt. Connect with Earful of Dirt online. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Earful of Dirt. You can email us at earfulofdirt at gmail.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail at 720-600-2679. For Aaron, Dan, and Victor, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening.